Thank you for joining the ESBC Betting and Gambling Podcast, which the purpose of the podcast is always to make ourselves money, but also to make you money betting on football games. So when we do this, we use business and financial concepts and able to get you there. Uh, I'm going to make sure that we have a glossary of all the business financial uh, concepts that we use for making money betting. Uh, the average of an investor this year is about 50%. We're at uh, 300%. And we're very fortunate, lucky, and good that we can get that percentage, right? Uh, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man a fish, you teach, uh, you teach him for a lifetime. And that's the goal. And another goal we have is this month of December, which is 10 GN month, right? The, the month because of the seasonal problems, seasonal holidays. A lot of people, uh, for whatever reason, can't take it. And they end up uh, taking their lives. <laughs> so what we always do, we do it throughout the year. If we use, we have great, we've had great interviews with, uh, football stars, uh, with NFL football players, uh, with different people in business, uh, that teach mental strength and, and what we call a mental health first aid kit. So if you see somebody in trouble around you or you yourself have something, you, you know the basics uh, before you decide to get help or not to get help. But if you, you, know, you want to live, you do live. And we use also, uh, my wife's been a psychotherapist for 17 years, you learn a lot. And we also uh, link, right, mental health with the game and being able to predict outcomes in the game. We do it at a very high level, uh, 52.5% of break even. We're at 60% across the board, but with the NBA and college basketball starting up, those get into the 70s to the 80s. And again, we make 300% on our money. Now, this particular podcast, I'm really stealing from the 500 Days of Summer, great movie, The Affair, another great show for this concept, right? Uh, what a fool believes the white man has the power to read it away. And that's the doobie brother. Uh, perception and reality. Sometimes reality is not what we hope for. And we do a lot of things with per, uh, with perception. And you have to take away your biases. We all have 
uh, a lot of biases, right? And to make money good in sports, you got to get rid of your bias, unconscious uh, bias, uh, racial bias, whatever bias you have, to get rid of it. Man, is reality. And everybody can have their own opinion, but not everybody can have their own Betting on sports is the Hawthorne effect. And in the Hawthorne effect, one of the main facts of it is that it's a business process that whatever you track and measure, you improve its performance by uh, 20, by 10 to 20%. So if you're betting at 55%, you can increase your percentage by uh, 20% to 75% and you're making a lot of money. Again, the average investment in the stock market this year grossed or netted 50%. We're at 300% uh, betting on these games. And a big part of it is you check your thinking, right? Like Rene Descartes said, like Tocracy said before Rene Descartes, a life unexamined is not worth living, right? And it's really a business concept where you check what you thought and then you check yourself. You correct your thinking. In politics, they call it an action review. In football, we call it self-scouting, right? And then fathers knows best. So men, for the most part, we hate to admit that we're wrong. It's humiliating. It's it's torture, right? It's uh, beyond humility. It's uh, embarrassing, right? Because you're supposed to know. But by admitting you're wrong, by by checking your thoughts, by using uh, psychotherapy, right? Evolutionary psychology, you get really good results. Like the market's at 50%. We're at 300% betting on games. Looking at games we got wrong, that we should have gotten right. So, we are going to start with the first game that I got wrong last week that I should have gotten right was the Detroit game. And Matt Patricia, we've made a lot of money off Matt Patricia because he's an idiot, right? Uh, he doesn't know how to use analytics. Analytics is a tool to make decisions. It does not make the decision for you. Uh, football does not work in analytics. However, <clears throat> uh, for it to have some sort of assistance, you have to be like uh, Matt Rule in Carolina or Stefanowski in Cleveland, who effectively have used analytics. But uh, in Cleveland's situation, they have uh, offensive line. They really focus on the offensive line and defensive line and their lights out uh, through free agency and through coaching, right? And we talk about fundamental analysis that we use as a basis we get before we get into the games we got wrong that we should have gotten right. Uh, analytics, fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis says, and use fundamental analysis to choose an investment, whether it's correct or incorrect, whether it's going to make you money or not. Uh, but again, uh, fundamental analysis is not an end-all, be-all. It's just one tool out of many you use to evaluate 
an investment. However, for us, uh, we use it a lot in football because uh, the coaches control so much, the general managers control so much, and they're competing against the other general managers and coaches, and they really give insight into how games are going to go and how the sides and the totals are going to go. So the first game we got wrong was Matt Patricia and uh, the Detroit Lions against Houston. We got the side. Everybody knew Houston was going to win. But was it going to go over or under? You have two defensive coaches. You In a normal year, this game would have gone under. But this year, uh, again, the, the rosters looked depleted. Uh, and it got over. We should have known that. We should have known that Matt Patricia was not going to pull it together and get that game to go under. <clears throat> uh, the Lions' offense is pathetic. They're missing some guys, but pathetic. Uh, so that tends towards the end. But Houston keeps scoring, and basically Detroit, the defensive guys, they quit on Matt Patricia. So we should have figured that out. Next game was that next game, which from a mental health standpoint was very interesting, because really we picked that game right, and that game was going under and Dallas was covering. However, what is uh, McIntyre do? He panics. Uh, so you know that now McIntyre has uh, impulse control issues. He has anxiety issues. Uh, he had the game under control. You know they're missing offensive linemen. Uh, their backups were big and they were wearing down the Washington football team with Coach Ron Rivera. However, truth be known that, again, corporate governance, right? Corporate governance and fundamental analysis. The corporate governance of the Washington football team is Ron Rivera, and he had coach uh, McIntyre. McIntyre um, panicked in an even game. He goes for a fake punt because of anxiety, desperation, right? And that game completely turned on his anxiety, his desperation, his lack of confidence. Uh, he's a guy who gets in fights. Uh, his son's basketball game, embarrassing his wife, his family, everybody followed the referee after a game. That's impulse control issues. And he had impulse control issues in the game. So we'll make note of McIntyre. In a tight game, he has impulse control issues. And that is not good when you're a leader of an organization and a football team. So we should have taken that into effect and picked the Washington football team in that game because their corporate governance is better with Ron Rivera. So, so those two. But we did end up the week really well. We were uh, 16-13, and 13, uh, 58%, 52.5% is break-even. So between 52.5% and what you get, right, it's compound interest every week. And we've done 12 consecutive weeks of profit. The next game that we got wrong, that we should have gotten right, was uh, the Vikings, right? People who live in the past die in the past. And when you look at the Vikings game against Carolina, two defensive guys, two conservative guys, you it usually will go under. So we got the side right. We got the Zimmer coming off the bye, uh, coming off a loss. Was going to be ready to go. It was going to have a great game plan to beat the Vikings. We were 100% correct with that, but, but the game was never going to go under. 
And you got to put in consideration that usually, regardless whether it's a pandemic or not, once you get into week 11 or 12, defenses are depleted to begin with. There's not enough depth. So the scores go up. We should have thought that game a little bit through a little bit longer or paced ourselves as we were going through games, right? So absolutely 100% uh, that game got wrong because of the profit. So in making money like we were doing, betting on these games, you have to be able to dif- differentiate games you got wrong because you did the wrong process versus uh, luck. Because one of the tools we use straight out of math is probability theory. And in probability theory, uh, your highest certainty is 80%. Right? So you can only be about 80% sure that something's going to happen. Uh, you can only be, 80, you know, free throw shooters are what? Usually about 80%. Uh, there was an 80% chance there wasn't not going to be a pandemic this year, but there was. So your highest form of certainty is 80%. So in betting on games and wagering on games, there's always a 20% luck factor. And that takes me to the Denver game. Uh, Denver game was under, so we got that. That was very easy. Uh, it was 100% of taking candy from a baby, kind of bet double when it's easy like that. However, it was New Orleans minus 18, and Denver actually would have covered, even though all the quarterbacks were gone and they had another guy going. I don't really mind that offense for, uh, you know, just the running offense and a guy can only throw it once or twice. I don't mind that in Denver. High altitude, wear the other team down. And really, Denver should have executed a little bit more. They would have covered. Uh, they committed a lot of turnovers. And that's a controversy in betting, right? Can you predict and handicap turnovers? Uh, again, it's like any other tool or statistic in betting. Uh, it's something you factor in or you can factor in, but it's not ever the deciding factor in betting a game. Now, in finance, uh, the way you come up to the result is eliminating variables and co-variables. So eliminating variables and co-variables ensures a result. So you look at turnovers as 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 a variant. You would not think that quarterbacks and running backs in Denver, knowing they have to run it all day, would be that bad in ball security. So that's an epic failure by the coaches. But these are pros and the players. So maybe you could, one one way you could say that I overestimated the intelligence of the Denver running backs and coaches and wide receivers and coaches, they did all get themselves infected with COVID basically couldn't play that game. So you can make that argument, or you can make that argument that the highest probability was that they would practice good ball security. Same thing with the Rams and the 49ers. We got that right, right? We knew that Shanahan's corporate governance against was going to out-coach 
McVay. We knew Shanahan was going to outcoach McVay. When we cashed that ticket, we made money. Uh, where we got it wrong was the over-under and the Rams' offense lack of ability to execute the way they did in Tampa Bay the week before. Uh, that one, I think we got the process right. They call it probability theory. The surgeon did a perfect surgery for the patient died. Right? Follow the process correctly. You didn't get the outcome, the optimal outcome, but you did what was under your control. I feel bad about that. Over the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, uh, we got two sides of that back correctly. Tampa Bay did cover the four points. It did cover the second half line in 90 degree heat, 80% humidity. What we got wrong was the over under in that, uh, a situation where I know that Andy Reid will take the pedal off the metal when he has a lead. I know that for a fact, right? And I didn't think it through. So that's two games where I didn't think it through enough. So the adjustment this week is give myself a little more time. I'm looking at this game. Cash one ticket, right? And I am reading the book again for like the 30th time, The Power of Now. Mindfulness, right? So we so we're gonna talk about mental health. Uh, mindfulness is living in the moment, right? And real intelligence is situational intelligence. So when you're watching a movie with your wife, with your girlfriend. Leave the phone in the other room. Don't take your phone with you. Focus on the movie. Focus on your girlfriend. Focus on your kids. Live in the moment. Be mindful. Uh, the Again, I, I did better than the week before, but the over-unders that I got wrong was living in the past. And the other games were not thinking it through and not doing enough research. In the episode notes, for those listening on the podcast, I'm going to add more of a glossary to the top 10 rules of betting, but you see the top 10 rules of betting. And the number two rule of betting is always do your research. And I take notes, look at past notes of what determine games and the philosophy of certain coaches. So I knew for a fact the game plan that Bill Belichick has, right? And we cash on both sides of that. Uh, same thing with Andy Reid. He's going to get a lead. And then with that big offensive line, he is going to put in a fullback, put in an extra tight end. It's going to run out the clock. He's not going to try to score. And sometimes he loses at the end. But not very much. You can't argue with him. The man's been to two Super Bowls. He won one. Uh, so he takes the pedal off the metal. I often don't pot, pat myself in the back. But that Philadelphia game just picked perfectly, right? Again, Pete Carroll's an old man. He thinks the same way Andy Reid does. He got a big lead, then took the pedal off the metal. And uh, Philadelphia, with a bad offense, was able to cover the seven points. And it was under the total because now you get to the end of the season where all coaches like Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, 
see the mistakes their coordinators have made, other coordinators have made, and they take over the game plan. And, um, and man, between Pete Carroll, who won three national championships, and uh, been to a couple Super Bowls, won one. Bill Belichick has won seven Super Bowls. Can't argue with those guys. And both those guys uh, won. And the game went under as defensive coaches. Defensive coaches. So the next podcast, we're going to take the lessons from this podcast. And we are going to make you money betting on these games. We're going to go through each game and give you winners. So you win, bet equal amounts on each game. And you want that percentage to be over 52.5%. If you're betting and you're not getting over 2.5%, you shouldn't be betting. All right? So you can take our picks. You can use them. Make money on them. Have fun. Right? But what's important is you learn how to make your own picks. Right? And you learn how to examine your mistakes. Right? Because like Rene Descartes says, a life unexamined is not worth living and you got to make yourself feel horrible feeling embarrassment shame uh, humiliation you got to feel all those things right so you get to what is real like uh, Eddie Van Halen who died you got to roll with the punches to get to what is real right and have uh, reality and your perception be a close as possible so you make really good decisions right and we use decision science here as well all right well thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast and we give away all the picks for free it gives you better information than action sports which charges three hundred dollars and we always close with Winston Churchill you make a living from your labor but you make a life from what you give thank you for listening to the ESBC setting in financial podcast. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. <clears throat> and they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. That's why this one cost us $800, and that goes to us. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shaking the word. That's why I'm worth the juice.